Father, would you open our eyes, open our hearts. God, we would be hungry for you and your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. We found out in Revelation 4.11, the foundational reason, it could even be the only reason we're worshipers is because God is worthy. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our worship. It says in Revelations that there are creatures in heaven right now, this moment, flying around the throne. They have six pairs of wings, and with one they cover their eyes, with one they cover their feet, and with one they fly. Now, if you saw something like that while you were deer hunting, uh, you, you would run for your life. Have you ever thought about the creatures that are in heaven that you and I have no concept of? It says they're flying around the throne right now, and they're crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and who will be forevermore. He's worthy of our praise, and that's primarily, I mean, that should be the shortest message in history. Uh, He's worthy of praise. Then we found out that God inhabits our praise. And the word inhabit means to enthrone. It means to sit. It means to stay. It's like, you know, God's among his children, and he sits, and he enjoys us. He enjoys our praise. He enjoys being with us. Then we found out that praise attracts God. Praise attracts God. Now, we know that if we were in the ocean and there's blood in the water, everybody get out because blood attracts sharks. We all know that. Okay, praise attracts God. All right, we found out in Chronicles that God is looking throughout the earth for loyal people. God is looking, he's watching, he's looking. So when you and I lift our voices in praise, when we begin to praise God, it gets his attention. I don't know about you, but I love that. I love that, all right? And, and he's attracted to it. He was here this morning because of our worship and because of our praise. I want to read to you in Psalms 34 this morning, verse 1. It says, I will bless the Lord when I feel like it. Oh, I'm sorry to say that, does it? Yeah, yeah, I will bless the Lord if I'm in the mood. No, it doesn't say that either. I will bless the Lord if none of my relatives are at my house and I have time. No, it doesn't say that. It says I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. That's just what we did this morning. I sought the Lord. He heard me, and he delivered me from my fears. Now, what have we found out? We found out we're the redeemed. We're the blood-bought. We're the children of the living God because we know Jesus is our Savior. And we gather together. We're a gathering people. And when we gather, we're worshipers. And when we worship, we're worshiping in the presence of the living God. It says in this verse, I'll magnify the Lord. Now, I don't want to give you the original language of the word magnify. I want to show you something just based on what that says. All right, everybody's probably, when they were kids, maybe even now, 
has had a magnifying glass. And I can remember when we were kids, you know, we would go outside with the magnifying glass and we would direct the rays of that and we would burn ants on anthills. You know, and you know how, you know how it, would, it, it, it constricts the sun rays and makes them really powerful. Okay, you might also use a magnifying glass to read. When you look through a magnifying glass, what does it do? It makes something bigger. Now, don't miss this. What are you magnifying in your life? Whatever you focus on grows. Whatever you put your attention toward grows. What are you magnifying in your life? What are you putting your attention on? The Bible says if you and I will put our attention toward God, if we'll praise him, if we'll worship him, if we'll get in his word, if we'll pray, you know what happens? He grows in our life. Now, of course, God doesn't get bigger because God's is, is, is he's, he's everything and he's all in all. But in my own heart and in my own life, he grows. Listen, if God seems small in your life, you need to be focusing on him. If your problems are bigger than God, if the things going on in your life seem monumental and God seems small, my question would be is, what have you been magnifying? Praise magnifies God. Praise makes God bigger in my heart and in my life. Let me go to Isaiah 61, and we're going to read one verse. This is where Jesus is coming into his ministry. He goes back to his hometown. He goes into the synagogue, and that's the Jewish church. They, they were Jews, and they did synagogue. And he got up, and he read out of the Scripture, and he read this. And when he got done reading it, he said, this is about me. This is about me. That was a shocking service. Somebody said, hey, isn't that Joseph's kid? It, it, didn't we, didn't just a few years ago we see him playing soccer? Now, of course, they weren't playing soccer, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, he reads this. Listen to what it says in Isaiah 61.3. Jesus says, I've come to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Now, there's a description of something going on here. Okay, he's saying people in their lives, that their lives have been burned to ashes. There's mourning and, there, and there's not joy. I'm gonna give you the oil of joy. Listen to this, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, and that he may be glorified. Okay, the scripture says, what I want you to focus on this morning is he says to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now, I brought an object lesson with me this morning. I have a little coat that belongs to me. It's kind of a lightweight raincoat, and it says to put on the garment of praise. Okay, now here's what I want you to see this morning. Okay, this is a raincoat. Okay, it's a lightweight raincoat. And when I put this on, it will protect me somewhat from the elements. It's got a hood, and, and the hood will keep my head dry, and I can zip it up, and I can put it up pretty tight, and it'll even help me from cold weather. Here's the thing. When I put this on, it does not change the elements. Okay, don't miss this. Okay, it doesn't stop the rain. It doesn't change anything. It puts a layer of protection between me and my circumstances. That's exactly what praise does. 
See, see, it's so powerful if you understand this. You decide to praise, not God. God won't make you, but you decide to put on the garment of praise. Listen, your circumstances don't change. They may not be good. Your finances may not be good. You may have a health situation in your life, but when you put on praise, it protects you and it covers you and it brings God on the scene just like this jacket will protect me from the weather. And it says that it will stop the spirit of heaviness. Listen to me. That's a demon spirit. Okay, there is a demonic spirit of heaviness, and it wants to get on you, and it wants to get on your family, and it wants to discourage you. It wants to depress you. It wants to bring you to a place of despondency and discouragement. It wants you to believe the lies of the devil. He wants, that's what that spirit wants. But when you put on the garment of praise, who puts it on? You do. God doesn't do it. You do it. You know, if you have toddlers and you're getting them ready for daycare or school, you know what it's like dressing a toddler? Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. And, and two- and four-year-old girls already know what shoes they want to wear. And it's like, here, just put these on. If you try to make them put them on, what do they do? Well, they have total and utter meltdown. I don't know if I think older girls maybe are the same way, but toddlers definitely are. God won't make you put it on. You decide to put on the garment of praise. And when you do, do you know what it does? It stops the spirit of heaviness in your life. Listen to me. Praise is a weapon. It's a spiritual weapon that God has given you to use against darkness. I'm going to read to you in Psalms 8 verse 1. Psalms 8 verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants. King James says sucklings. Okay, We have a nursing infant in our family right now. You've ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Now, I want you to back up just a minute with me to the beginning of verse 2. And he says, out of the mouth of babies and nursing infants, you've ordained strength. The literal translation of the word strength is praise. Praise. Okay, now here's the first thing I want. There's so much in this I want to unpack for you this morning that I want you to see and I don't want you to miss. Okay, when you come in this place and you're a brand new baby Christian, and you don't know the difference between Genesis 1-1 and John 3-16. I mean, you've never read your Bible. You don't know up from down about the Bible. You don't know why we do what we do. You just know you're here and you're hungry and you want something for God. And you'd like for your life to change. And you'd like for something good to happen in your life. But, but you don't know very much. The very first thing you can do as a baby Christian is praise. When you don't know anything, hey, if I said for you to pray, you'd be like, oh, my Lord, don't ask me to pray. I don't think I know how to pray. Or you don't know where to start with reading your Bible. Listen, babies can praise. Right at the very, listen, if you will decide in the beginning of your walk with God, I'm a praiser, I'm a worshiper, I'm not going to stand like a knot on a log because I'm full of pride and I'm full of fear, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be a worshiper and I'm going to sing the song, I'm going to enter into God's presence, I'm going to use praise and worship as a weapon in my life. You can start right in the beginning of your walk with God and you don't have to know anything else. 
out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you've ordained praise. Listen to what the next sentence says. It says, because you have enemies. Okay, you guys that are in law enforcement, you see a whole different tool you than Pastor Rusty does. Yeah, Dennis Harkins, who's retired out of law enforcement and was in law enforcement in Plainview for many, many years, told me one time, Pastor, you're so na- so naive. You're, you're so naive, you know? I mean, it, you, guys see the, you guys see the worst of the community. You see the worst in people that, that I don't necessarily, people that are not in law enforcement don't see it. They don't see it, but you do. Listen, God sees it. God says, I want you to be a praiser because you have an enemy. You have an enemy. And Joe McGee says he's an equal opportunity hater. Yeah, he hates you. He hates you. John Eldridge said, I heard him say years ago, we live in a war, but we don't act like it. Okay, listen to what the scripture says in Psalms. It says that you and I praise because we have an enemy. Now listen to this. It says in the very next sentence, because you have an enemy, that it will silence your enemy, silence the enemy and the avenger. Now now think about it. It says praise will silence the devil. Okay, what does the Bible say about the devil? Well, he's the accuser. Okay, do you know what the devil does to you in your life? He attacks you. Now, he's not at your front door with a claw hammer. He attacks you in your mind. He attacks you in your thought life, and he tells you all different kinds of lies. He lies to every one of us in different ways. Have you ever thought to yourself, I just wish sometime the devil would shut up. I just wish sometime the thoughts in my life would just stop. Have you ever felt that before? Okay, when you praise, you shut the devil up. It says so right here. All right, now, now, now listen, listen to it. It says, you've ordained strength or praise because we have an enemy, and it silences the enemy. It shuts him up. It shuts up the accuser. In the King James Version, it says it stills the enemy. Now, let me explain that to you. In the original language, here's what it means. It means to cease and desist. Okay, now that's a legal term. Okay, if across the street at Ground Zero, we got the idea, hey, we're going to put up a pair of McDonald's golden arches above, above the building. And, and kids are going to think we have quarter pounders with cheese. And so they're going to come in droves. And when they get there, they're not, they're not going to get a quarter pounder, but they're going to get Jesus. And we're going to use that to lure kids in. Okay, it wouldn't be very long that we would get a letter in the mail. And it would be from Ronald. And it would say, cease and desist. Would it? That's exactly what it would say. It would say, cease and desist. Stop using our logo. We own that, and you have no right to use it. Listen, when you praise God, the King James says it steals the enemy. It causes him to cease and to desist. And here's what it means, to stop immediately. All right, now, let me just back up for a moment. I, I just don't want you to miss this. When you feel like that a bell's ringing in your head, when you feel like that you're being bombarded from every direction, 
when you feel like you wish the words would just shut up, the accusations would just stop, the way to do it is with praise. And when you begin to magnify the Lord, your car, your home, your church, it doesn't matter where you are, you can put on a good song and you can begin to worship God and it stops, it stills, it shuts up your enemy. Praise is a weapon, a weapon. And when you magnify the Lord, hey, Father, I, just, I love you. Father, thank you. Thank you for all you've done in my life. Thank you. It shuts up the enemy. He gets a cease and desist letter, and that letter from the Father God says stop immediately. The next thing it says is that it stops the avenger. Okay, you know what the word avenger means? To oppose and punish. Okay, the devil opposes you. Listen, when we gather in this place to have church, he opposes us. Okay, there's the spirit of the Holy Spirit that wants to draw us to God, and there's the spirit of Antichrist that wants to bring confusion and discouragement. Now, it's not so bad, or let me, let me rephrase that. It's more subtle in the adult service than it is in the youth service. Okay, you can see the devil trying to distract kids in the youth service a lot more than in the adult service. Okay, he opposes us. When you decide, have you ever had the thought, hey, man, you know, I can see my neighbor maybe struggling a little bit, and, and I'm going to help them, and, and man, I, honey, I think we ought to give them 100 bucks, and let's just be a blessing to them, and then a couple hours later, you thought through it, and you think, well, I don't think I need to do that, you know, or you see something they have, or somebody says something about them, and you decide to not do it, you're being opposed. That's what avenger means. It means to oppose and to punish Listen to what the New Living Translation says. When you praise God, it silences your enemies and all who oppose you. Praise is a weapon, a weapon. Every time you lift your voice to God, every time you magnify God, he gets bigger in your life. The devil and the problems you have get smaller, and it shuts up your enemy. Now, let's take another minute and talk about your enemies. I'm not talking about people. I want to read to you in Ephesians 6.10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. <clears throat> Hang on a minute. That's supposed to be verse 12. I'm sorry. Let me get it right here. Okay, Ephesians 6.12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Listen, I know you know this. People are not our enemy. The devil is. Now, does the devil use people? Absolutely, he does. Absolutely, he does. So it's not talking about people. It's talking about spiritual warfare. When you and I worship God, when we magnify the enemy, we have a weapon against darkness, and it drives out the enemy in your life. It's a weapon that God gave you, your Father gave you. That's why the devil hates it, by the way. <clears throat> you know what the devil does not want you doing? Worshiping God. Now, he doesn't mind if you go see Jelly Roll for three hours and act like a fool. No, he likes that. Yeah, come on. Come on. Let's get real, right? But when you get in the house of God, oh, my God, you're pinched up, you're stove up, you're, you know, man, oh, Lord, I can't, I can't move, right? But you get in the world and you don't act like that. 
The devil hates worship. He hates praise. And he doesn't want you involved in it because he knows what will happen if you do. It's an enemy. It's an enemy to stop him, to shut him up. Father, I just thank you and I praise you. I thank you that, you know, you be in your car on the way to work. Father, thank you. I magnify you. I glorify you. And it shuts down the enemy. It steals the enemy. He cannot punish you. He cannot oppose you because you magnify God in your life. Amen? Amen. Y'all stand up. Let me pray. Go home and throw your jelly roll t-shirt in the trash. <laughs> Amen. I've seen them all over town, so I don't want to see you with yours on, all right? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not the jelly roll police or the beer police, amen? That's between you and God, all right? Let's pray. Father God, I love you. Lord, I'm thankful for the power of praise and worship. I'm thankful, Father, that no matter the circumstances of my life, I can put on the garment of praise. Father, I thank you that it stops the enemy. It stills him. It shuts him up. Father, I want you to be big in my life. Lord, I pray your grace over every one of us this morning that we would grow in the things of God. We would grow in righteousness. We would grow in your life. Father God, thank you for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen. Hey, I love you. Go and be blessed and have a great day.